I'm Michelle. I'm Chris. And I'm SP from the Starling Tribune. A podcast member of the Gonna Geek Network. Just like the show you're listening to now. The opinions expressed are those of each individual host. Check out all the other podcasts at gunnageek.com. And get ready because geekiness begins in... Three, two, one. Man, Facebook be tripping. Gaming with your kids. Tarbox gets a new name and much more. So grab your spoons because the soup is served. Y'all hold on, man. We got to let people know who I am. This is your boy Beefcake doing the intros now, so carry on. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. Welcome to Digital Soup, the only podcast still using Galaxy Note 7s because we ain't scared. <laughs> right. I ain't scared. I've got four of them. And I, I go out in the winter, man. I, yeah, I put them in my pockets. They keep me nice and toasty. <laughs> Ooh, that's weird. Why is it weird? I don't know. You need to use it for what they're good at. I mean, you know, you can't use them for anything else except, the, you know, pocket warmers. Yeah, it's, you, yeah. One time use <laughs> disposables. Well, you know what? If you're careful with them, you know, you can, you know, just kind of keep that heat at like a, oh, what are you, like a mid five, mid six, something like that. You just don't want it to hit eight or nine. <laughs> you know, I got to tell you a quick story, and I know we've got to introduce who we are. So why don't you do that quick? And then I've got a story about. Hand warmers, pocket warmers. All like right. Stories. Well, before Dave's uh, pocket warmer story. Uh, <laughs> Sick blocked himself. Yeah. Intro blocked or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. My name's Jason. And joining me in the virtual studio today virtual is Adam. Studio. And I don't know. What have we decided on? Is it still usually Dave or is it it's, consistently It's got to be usually Dave. Dave. Still usually Dave. Yeah, yep. it's still yeah. UD to me. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> How's it going, guys? That sounds like a disease. Going good. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Not as good as you guys both getting ready to go on vacation yeah, here. Officially on vacation. What the Not heck, me. Yeah. I still got two more days of work and then I'm on vacation for there a week. There you go. Yeah. There you go. So we're recording a little bit early tonight. It's a Friday night. We're going to kick it off. I've got a funny story when you said that, that well, pocket warmer thing. As a kid. Right. <laughs> yeah. As a kid, I, I used to, you know, I still hunt and everything a lot, but when I was real young with my dad, I'd go out and you know those, those, cheap yellow work gloves they, they call them handy andies a lot of times with their red wrist rib yep things. yep just the basic they're kind of fuzzy but yeah i was gonna say fuzzy felty feeling yeah so it was real you cold that morning right. yeah we're out in the woods it's real cold and um you know my hands were getting cold i had regular gloves on and stuff and then i had those over them because I, I was cold my dad you know my dad gave me his gloves to try and uh warm them up and this is a little little trick for you but i'll tell you as a kid it terrified me he goes here i had those big yellow gloves on he goes stick your hands out over here and you know kind of put them together like just touch your fingertips you know almost like you were going to catch a football but touch your fingertips together like that so i have my hands there and and uh he pulls a lighter out of his pocket and lights the gloves on fire right on my hand <laughs> boom really well, it's a little trick that you can do. It's a single time, one time use, and it worked like a charm, wow. but it lights all that little fuzz on the outside that's on them, oh. and it just like flash <laughs> burns it real fast. So boom, a little, not a, not even a ball of flame, just like a quick woof, singe of, of flame went over the gloves and it was gone just as fast. So I did that with my hair on my arms. It's, it's awesome. It <laughs> you, had, you had one opportunity to yell, Hadouken. Yeah, and I should have, but it was over too quick. I was too scared. I was up in a tree trying not to scream because we're out hunting, you know, got to be quiet. And my hands just went up in flames. I was like, 
Oh my goodness. <laughs> and then they went out just as quick and I'll be darned if my hands, it was just enough where it warmed everything up and it kind of held that heat inside the other gloves underneath, kept them warm. But I'll tell you, as a young kid, that was one of the most terrifying things I had ever had happen well, to th me. That's what warmed really? you up was the adrenaline. Uh, maybe, <laughs> but my hands were noticeably warmer. My you know, hands are on fire! Yeah, that, that, your hands will get warmer when they're literally inside a ball of fire. So little yep. little tip if you're ever stranded in the woods, look at your gloves. You might be able to do a one-time flash burn on I them and uh, into give yourself a little. Fire. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah those burn, gloves also burn, work burn. well as toilet paper <laughs> if you're ever stuck. So. nice and warm. <laughs> that was that was very bad, Adam. What? That was Adam. Yep. That was Adam singing there. Totally. <laughs> well, speaking of things to do with your kids, now oh, really? I, we don't we don't <laughs> nice. recommend lighting your kids' gloves on fire. This was yeah, this was back in the early '80s. Times were a little different, of course. And uh, obviously, my dad knew what he was doing when he was doing that, so he'd done it many times on his own. So he knew it wouldn't uh, you know melt and, and burn my hands severely, but. A lot of us, you know, the three of us, we all have kids, we love gaming, and a lot of our listeners do as well. And so I, I saw this article, I thought it'd be fun to talk about, and we've kind of held on to it for a few weeks. It's a little bit older article over on the uh, Kotaku website. It's uh, all about, it's a, a list of the best video games to play with your kids. And I was just curious, because you guys do more gaming than I do. And, yeah, uh, right. Well, we can't but, uh, get you in, off that TV. <laughs> yeah, right. But I, I thought I'd, I thought we'd run through this real quick and see if you guys have seen any of these, played them, had any thoughts about them. So, have you guys had a chance to take a look at this list at all? Or I have, and I've played most of them with my kids. You have, all right. Yeah. So, tell us about what what you what you saw on this list, what you recommend uh, looking at. Well, I mean, one of the big ones for kids. It's great for kids because it teaches them. Um, a lot about construction, a lot about just design in general, and they can just have a blast doing it. But Minecraft, <laughs> Donkey Kong, oh Minecraft! <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean they, they they climb up on stuff, throw barrels down at plumbers. <laughs> it's awesome, dude. Right. Yep. <laughs> but no, uh, Minecraft is a lot of fun for kids. I mean, it's a lot yeah. of fun for us adults too. But True. all three of my kids play this game like crazy on their tablets they love to play it on the wii u and the xbox 360 i have it for well we've discussed this before i have many copies of this game but uh they i mean they love it uh, the wii u i'm gonna say the wii u version is the best of all of them and the reason being uh not being but being <laughs> is it's it's four players split screen it's awesome oh. uh yeah, I can play with all three kids, and we all have our own corner, just like Mario Kart. You know how that worked on the N64 yep. and stuff? It works the same way in the Wii U, too, Mario Kart. You could do four players. But Minecraft, four players on one big TV is pretty dang cool. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that sounds like a good time. I, I have to admit, as much as I mean, I've, I've said many times here, I've never even loaded it up, never played it, never tried it. The other day I was looking for some different apps and games to play, and uh, there's a story later on coming up that we're going to touch on about a, another game that we all play that's now going to the mobile side. I, I, I came across Minecraft, and I thought about it for a minute, and I was like, I don't know. I just held off. So I just I couldn't make myself pull the trigger on it. But Well, you might not want to do that, uh, because if you play it once, uh, you want to know what happens, Dave? You rage quit and break your tablet? No, but, but if you play it once... That, my friends, is what you call a rabbit hole. <laughs> my own words being used against me. Yes. <laughs> Once so, you get into that game, hours will go by. Yep. It's kind of like how Ark is for me right now, which is almost a somewhat of a grown-up Minecraft. 
Right. Minecraft 2, that's that's the only one on this list I've actually played with my kids too. In fact, we, we have like a family server that we run so they can... Sure. They can log in and, and do that stuff, and they just And yes, it, so. uh, ladies and gentlemen, he has not invited Dave or I to that private server. Can you believe that? <laughs> I don't want you guys to wreck everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It took him a long time to build this stuff. No. Well, Dave doesn't play, and you've already got one. Uh, uh, a Minecraft server? Yeah. No, just Ark. I, I don't have oh, a Minecraft okay. server. Well, I'll invite oh, you to the Minecraft server. I mean, uh, no. I'm just, if I have time to play, I'll probably play Ark. Hey, let me ask you guys this. Yeah. Let me ask you guys this. I'm looking at this list. It's kind of cool because they break it down by age. So they, they look at little kids, ages three plus, and, <laughs> and medium kids, they call it seven plus, And that's where Minecraft falls. Do you guys find it odd that the games in the little kids, ages three plus, they've got Super Mario Odyssey, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, both Switch games, but those seem to me like they'd be more for a little bit older kids. And then yeah. the the kingpin. I mean, picture. I mean, I guess a three year old would, would four year old maybe like. And my son would at least. He loves, you know, equipment and stuff. It's called Farm Train well, and Transport Sims. <laughs> the, but any sim type game, wouldn't you think it'd be a little advanced, possibly for like a three year old, four year old? Yes, it would be way mm-hmm. advanced. And actually, in the article, they, it even says children this age often aren't able to play at all. Play all that well themselves, which is right. when my kids were three, they, well, I used to hand them a controller. <laughs> They're going to listen to this, but my youngest one, I'd hand her the controller or my oldest one, when it, when I, back when all I had was the GameCube, I'd hand her the controller not plugged in and I would play and she would just, <laughs> she would hold the controller. Nice dad. I used to do that too. I, I had an old Xbox. Oh, Dave, yeah. I'm the only one that never did that. I mean, yeah. I just, handed it to a toddler. Let's be but... honest. Let's be honest with ourselves. They're gonna ruin your game. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I used to. They're perfectly happy. They just want to watch. Yeah, when I had my my PS3 still hooked up to the the main television up in the living room, um, I'd be wanting to play some Madden or something. And my mm-hmm. oldest, she was at the time probably four, uh, somewhere in there, maybe even older, five even, because I did it for a while until I moved everything down to my my little office here. But. Um, I had this old Xbox controller from the, not the original Xbox, but the next one, what was that, the 360? Oh, not the Duke? Yeah, not was the Duke. A, I, I sold those. Where'd you but get this, it? Uh, it, was, it wasn't a third party. <laughs> oh, okay. So I, I probably got it from, you know, Microsoft. But, but no, I had this controller, and I, you know, it was a totally different system. The controllers <laughs> looked differently. Talk Mine were world. wireless. You know, and, and but I would just give her that control and say, "Yeah, we're playing against each other." And she was happy pushing buttons, and she'd ask, "Did I do that?" "Oh yeah, yeah, you did that." "Look at that!" "Oh, you tackled me," and we'd play the whole thing. But I was really just playing Madden, and she she was having fun. That's when my wife <laughs> okay. we're was awesome. in school. Yeah. Okay, Dave, I gotta say that uh, because I know your daughter. Yeah. And you are, uh, you're you're completely wrong here. There is no way she was five. She had to have been like three or something because my youngest is five and she creates the biggest things in Minecraft. She plays, I mean, she plays the heck out of Mario's and stuff. So your five-year-old daughter is not playing there with an unplugged-in controller going, ah, look at my daddy. I bet you she was, though, because I, I started doing this when she was probably three or so, two or three. And whenever I would play, she would want to play at the same time. And I, I would do this all the way through. And by the, you know, by the time the end came, I stopped doing it as she kind of finally caught on. But I, I, I got to do it for a long time. But you have to keep in mind that to this day, even my kids do not touch a gaming console. Um, we're we're kind of strict with that because just uh, 
personal reasons on that, I guess, hard to explain, but not that we're against it, just that our kids, because we don't let them use a ton of electronics all the time, we prefer them to read or get outside or whatever else, that they sometimes when they spend too much time on the electronics, they get a little cranky and when you tell them they got to stop, it's uh, World War Three. So we just avoid that by just not <laughs> letting them sit on them too long. So mm-hmm. she wow, was just a little like Daddy. Older. Yeah, and I don't get to do that either. <laughs> and I, I do when I when I don't get to play games. You know, once a year, I, I get cranky. <laughs> <laughs> well, so well, Minecraft here, Rocket League. I've I've played that in this article. Going back to it, I've played demos of that in the store, but. Uh, it seemed incredibly frustrating for me to play. You guys played I, this one? I never tried it. Uh, That's nope. one game that I just, you know, let me drive a car around and play soccer. No. Yeah, it's kind of cool, but it was so hard to control that it, it was really, I mean, it was fun just driving cars and flipping around, and it's kind of a, a cool-looking game, but it was really kind of hard. I like the Tom Hanks movie. Yeah. Rocket League of their own. <laughs> yeah. Yep. What was the other one? There's no driving cars into balls in Rocket League. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know what movie, speaking of rockets, remember, was it Rocket Man back in the 90s? Oh, yeah. It was like it was like it's supposed to be like a 1950s superhero or something. That was a good one. That was a good one. So back on a list, I mean, they've got... Wait, no, 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 hold on. Hold on a second. When was yeah. this movie made? I, I want to say late 80s, early 90s. You're thinking of The Rocketeer, right? The Rocketeer, yeah, yeah, that's the one. Oh, I thought you were talking about Rocketman. No, Elton, no, Elton that's John. Elton John song, yeah. No, I just couldn't remember the name. That's what I was asking you guys. Yeah, The Rocketeer. Let's talk more about Brendan Fraser. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, The Scorpion King was good. No. I'm just being. Or he wasn't even in that on, one, was he? No, he was not. Wait a second. Wasn't yeah. The Rock a bad CGI in the Scorpion King? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. So a couple of these other ones for the older kids. <laughs> what? <laughs> we're, we're just everywhere. Well, like tacos. You know, we're like Visa. It's it's the night before <laughs> vacation for for you guys, or well, for Adam at least, and, and yeah, Jason Adam. closing on it for you. So our, our our thoughts are a little scattered, but you know, Fortnite that's a big one, and this is surprising for kids ten year olds and plus. They say, but, you know, I see this all over and, you know, I've watched some streams of it and stuff, and this is intense. I don't know uh, that I'd want to let a 10-year-old in that environment. I mean, the game itself, if it was single player, maybe, and then you got games like FIFA, this Roblox game, I've seen that before, too. Okay, I'm going to say right now, do not let your kids play Roblox. No. probably knows why, too. Yeah, it, it's, it's not that there's anything specifically wrong with the game, but my kids were playing it. It's the it's people. The, it's the other people. All of yeah. a sudden, this FF, you know, oh, they really? want to have sex. Blah, oh, yeah. yeah. What? Do not let your kids play this. Other, uh, I better there's, go there's, delete there's, this game then. My there's kids pedophiles that are targeting kids and everything in here. So, I mean, we one day my kids were playing it, and we, we heard FF, F, not my kids, mind you. It was the it was the game. D- you know, th- just don't do it. When yeah, and they actually that? say in this article, they do mention uh, parents should be aware that inappropriate content very often slips through the moderation net. Um, so playing it together is one way to supervise what and with whom your child is engaging with, which is a good point. All of these games are made so that you don't have to be like Adam and I handing your kid an unplugged controller. This is a way <laughs> that you can play some of these games with them, uh, you know, helping them learn. But you also get to get a little gaming in as well. You know, mm-hmm. some of these other ones are talking about like Overwatch and, and these type of things. To me, I don't know that I can handle these games, fast twitch skills, things like that at, at my age. So my kid would probably do better at them than me. But 
it's kind of an interesting list, but it seems like it's dominated by mostly, you know, these big online type of MMO games. The only one that, that really jumps out that's not is things like the Lego games, which of course are always a, a pretty awesome bet. Those are a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, and what I'm going to recommend here in uh, like the article, some of the big ones that they listed right at the beginning, of course, were Nintendo games. Nintendo is Nintendo is really family friendly. I got to yeah. say their games, yep. their Resident first Evil party 4. games are just what resident evil 4 my favorite. yes i'm talking about first party that you didn't let me finish first, first party, party nintendo games are very family friendly yeah not third party ones like you can get at gamestop yes right. you know like, like capcom's you know resident evil <laughs> correct shinobi but yeah. so i recommend i mean i play with my kids that's why i haven't got rid of the wii u because we have right. a lot of fun the you know all four of us can play my wife doesn't play but i can play with uh, all three of the girls at the same yep. time great um, games so do you guys do game nights with video games no we haven't no yeah other ones though going back to the wii like the Wii Sports is always fun because it's yeah, it's pretty. Those simple. are good. Yeah, I, I just kind of that. This is a situation where I, I I really feel like you know if if they were easier to get your hands on things like you know the the Super NES Classic and these mini systems that have come out would be great too, you know, or a Raspberry mm-hmm. Pi build something like that yeah. because those games you know are going to be going to be safe. They may be a little more challenging than today's games, but. You know, you can kind of introduce them to the fun. It used to be like when your kid's hanging out with your best friend and you just take turns passing the controller back and forth, playing your way through some big, massive game, you know, Final Fantasy or Zelda or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So kind of a cool, cool idea there, too. So just a fun list. We thought we'd start off with a little fun because last week, even though we absolutely loved the conversation, um, we, we didn't want people to feel like we were going to, you know, get too techy and, and bore people. Yeah and get over their heads but jason i don't want you to think that that we don't want that content so keep oh i know you hated it you told me in a private no no Um, (laughs) when i said hate i really meant love oh okay no (laughs) now it it was good stuff though now still speaking of gaming here do you know one place that adam refuses to play games in his shower no no he does play games in the shower but we're not gonna get into that (laughs) wait what North Korea in your shower? What kind of game is that? Oh, Oh. Kim Jong Un. (laughs) Tokyo? No, I was just naming other places that I don't play games. Oh, okay. Thought you were a variation of like (laughs) the old childhood prank of Tune in Tokyo. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Now, Adam, he absolutely refuses to play games on Facebook. And I think he probably just can't. I that's think true. that's the issue. He has no availability to play him on Facebook. Isn't that that right, is Adam? true. That's right. Thanks a lot, WebSense. No, it's um, I deactivated my Facebook account. Yeah, oh. I'm jealous. Yeah, <laughs> well, Dave's jealous. I am. So, I mean, we're going to talk a little bit more about Facebook uh, during this episode because of everything that's been going on with it. It just so happens that same day that the story came out about the big, their latest data leak with that um, that other company that was involved. Yeah, Cambridge I had Analytica. Been, so here's what happened that kind of spurred it on. Otherwise, so before we started doing this podcast, I had deactivated like three years prior, and I loved mm. it because <laughs> no longer... We made him come back. Yeah. I'm sorry. Baby, come back. Any kind of fool could see that we I want... to talk on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to exist. You know, it is tough to find news and interact when you're not on it. I mean, we all right. know that. And, you know, I wanted to help promote the podcast, et cetera, et cetera. But my problem with Facebook is that... I can't not 
scroll through it. And I, I do that all the time. It's all, you know, oh, I've got nothing else to do this second. I'm going to scroll through Facebook. Right. Facebook has turned into nothing but ads, um, things that I swear to God that it's heard me say and advertise to me. Mm-hmm. And then auto-played videos, including ads on those. Right. And kind of going back to the, you know, I don't want to ignore my kids and all this stuff. So I've got that whole mentality going of, it's okay, I'll scroll through it now. But I had a uh, some a, f- a friend that I follow on there that had posted the most graphic, like, grisly murder video that I'd ever seen. God, I and, told you I was sorry, dude. I don't yeah. know what I <laughs> Way to go, jerk. But it was, you know, everything autoplays, and... Sometimes you'll get the, hey, this has graphic content. This didn't. And it's somebody just getting completely stabbed to death. Ugh. And it, there's blood. Ever. It's just, it was so, it stuck with me all day and I was I was bothered by it. You know, I, yeah. I hid the post right away and I thought, why am I even, you know, I'll get up in the morning, scroll through this and then accidentally stumble upon that. And, you know, I don't have a super strong stomach for this stuff. I, mm-hmm. I, you know, not, just not for me. And it really bugged me that 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 I had to, that I saw that like somewhat <laughs> voluntarily, and I'm like, I don't need this in my life. So I talked to you guys and said, you know, is there a problem if I leave this? So I, I'm not helping promote on Facebook anymore, but just don't need that in my life right now. And then, of course, all this other stuff comes out that we're going to talk about, like the Cambridge Analytica mm-hmm. Facebook issue and everything. And um, so I kind of want to transition us to that. But that's those are kind of my reasons for it. They're they're my personal reasons. And mm-hmm. yeah, before uh, you go any farther, though, I just want to uh, you know clarify here that that was a joke. I was not the one that posted the murder thing. Okay. <laughs> right? No, it was it was somebody that I'm friends with in a, a different country, and it was I'm guessing it was from that country because right, now, uh, otherwise somebody should be getting arrested or looked into right yeah. now. Right now. Now, Adam, uh, I'm not saying anything bad about you deactivating Facebook. You know, I, I think it's great. Uh, I, you know, all of us wishes we could for one reason or another. Many uh, but I just, I just want to ask one thing. Now, did you see this on your PC or on your phone? Phone. Okay. You do know, and I've done this on both me and my wife's phones because I hate that autoplay stuff. You can actually go in the settings and turn autoplay off. Yeah, uh, yeah, I did know that, and I had it turned on for Wi-Fi because why not? So right. I could. Yeah, I always it. have it. I hate. I hate autoplay anything, yeah, um, especially. Twitter does that too. Yeah. yeah. So I always had it just you know turned off, and I just wanted to make sure you knew you could do that. Not that I want you to come back, because you know I want to. You know I want to murder Facebook just like you did. <laughs> I, I want Jason to just take over all of our Facebook. No, and then no, I can no. I can delete it too. No. No, you're I, way better at social media than me, dude. <laughs> I, I can't as much as I'd love to. I, I've never really loved Facebook, and the only reason I've stuck with it, even Facebook. before we did the podcast, was I, I have threatened, uh, I guess threatened would be the right word, to quit before, and I have so many family members because of my photo work that used to, you know, they'd yell at me like, well, how are we ever going to see anything? And I'd tell them, I have a website, I have a blog, you can <laughs> I see Instagram, it all there. I've got Twitter. Yeah. I and, wish and, I knew how to quit you, Facebook. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know how to use these Twitter things, and, and, you know, I don't know this. And it's like, not to knock them, but, you know, it's like, well, that's not on me, you know. But I ended up staying there just for family and friends. And with the photo side and different things, and, and even the podcast, mm-hmm. it is, you know, a great way to interact and reach out and, and talk with, with people. But honestly, as far as interaction, I mean, our podcast, we've got our group that's, it goes in spurts where, you know, all of a sudden we'll have a week or so where everyone in the group, not everyone, but a lot of people in the group seem pretty active, you know, and everyone's chatting, having a good time. Um, but 
then it goes silent for weeks at a time. And so I, I mean, I've often wondered like, is it worth having this Facebook page and group for the the show? And I, I think it probably is because it's just one more place for people to find us. But I think as far as personally, my most interaction comes with Twitter and it tends to be what, cause I can just follow these specific people. And, and I do a lot of direct messaging with people and made sure. some really awesome friends and connections that way on the photo yeah. side. But and, if I could, I would absolutely just, you know, nuke Facebook right off my phone, but yeah, just can't. Th- that's what I'm kind of, you know, I'm going to try to do Twitter a little bit more because I yeah. do have that mm-hmm. account. And mm-hmm. Guys, I got the perfect solution. Let's nuke Facebook, just like you said, digital soup on MySpace. Yes. yes. Bringing MySpace back. Hey, well, you know. Yeah. Who else, who else deleted their Facebook page recently? Oh, you know, the little dude that sent the spaceman up into space. Rocket you know. man. Mr. Elon Musk himself. Oh, I thought you were talking about King Jong Un, Rocket Man. <laughs> You're oh. fixated on Korea, <laughs> Jeepers! Now I'm gonna I'm gonna lay Jeepers? this groundwork. What is this? 1922? <laughs> uh, Jeepers, maybe. Sally! I didn't know you could kiss like that before oh, marriage. <laughs> what the heck? Oh, I'm getting made fun of. But uh, I'm gonna lay some ground rules here because some of this Facebook news. <laughs> Dave, that- Dave just exclaims, "I get made fun of." <laughs> I get made fun. of. I see how this goes. Fact. Because I say jeepers instead of uh, dropping an f bomb. I see how it is. No, brown but... bears are better than black bears. <laughs> Boy, true fact. Helicopter baseball. Well, which bear is best? <laughs> no, Helicopter but I, what I want to say is a lot of this Facebook stuff is going to get kind of political, and we very, very much want to stay away from any politics on this show because I, for one, quite frankly, just can't stand hearing it from anywhere anymore it's just everywhere you look so we're going to kind of give you a rundown of what's going on with the facebook news but we're going to do our best to stay away from any politics anything like that but what's happening first off uh, we've got a couple of links here on that you see in the show notes the first one elon musk went ahead and deleted spacex and tesla facebook pages completely and he did this essentially based on a dare from a twitter user who had you know, <laughs> sent him a message saying um, that the Twitter user was Serdar's profile, S-E-R-D-A-R-S profile, and replying to him and someone else, I don't know what the rest of the conversation was, but said, delete SpaceX page on Facebook if you're the man, question mark. Elon Musk replies, I didn't realize there was one. Will do, and boom, within an hour, all of those pages were gone. Hmm. Um, other Musk ventures such as Tesla, uh, Tesla, excuse Tesla. me, Solar, <laughs> Tesla. Are you British now? You're getting some Tesla <laughs> from Bermidji. No, Tesla, <laughs> <laughs> Tesla, <laughs> Solar City. Hop down um, to Tesla for sperm. <laughs> yeah, he, hey, Dave, at and, night when you're scared, do you hug your pillar? No, 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 no. Better go wash my clothes. Wash my feet. No, no. <laughs> Close that window. This. It's getting cold in here. <laughs> No, they deleted them all within an hour. And you guys even, pick um, on me. <laughs> even um, even uh, Mozilla, because of the backlash from this scandal, Mozilla has um, pulled any Facebook advertising or anything else on uh, the the social media pages that they had as well. So the, this backlash, you know, when, when you see people in, in large companies, I'll tell you what, I opened Flipboard the other night. And Adam, was I talking to you briefly, I think, the other night? And I said, do you have any good stories for this week? Because I, I, a lot of times we'll scroll through Flipboard on a bunch of feeds, and every single th- story that came up, it was all about 
one article after another about why we should get rid of Facebook, how much Facebook yeah. is evil. It it is everywhere right now, and there's yep. might be good reason for it when we when we hear a little bit more when Jason tells us what's going on with this scandal. Exactly, scandal. What scandal? <laughs> what's the I, internet? My name try, is Jason. I tried <laughs> to throw him under the bus by making him talk about this. Yeah, I was gonna say, I which one are we talking about? Uh, the Facebook knows everything about you, including no, no, and text this, the, yeah. Well, well, what happened? I, I guess uh, Zuckerberg has now been called to Congress again. Uh, received another call from Congress to testify because this uh, Facebook apparently has allowed a company or a group named Cambridge Analytica to harvest fifty million users' data. And, um, you know, they're basically trying to get Zuckerberg to come in and testify in the coming weeks, which there's a second request that came from the House Energy and Commerce Committee. And basically, they're looking at the fact that, you know, like Adam said, he swears that Facebook was just listening to him, not even something he did, and started feeding him ads. And it's becoming apparent um, just how much that Facebook is actually logging it and the fact that they went and shared this information with another company, there's there's implications as far as politics and all this other stuff, which we won't get into, but it's terrifying to think because Facebook is enormous. It's not just Facebook either. It's, you know, they own Instagram, they own WhatsApp, they own, uh, there's one other bigger one too, I can't think of off the top of my head. And so you start looking at it, it it's really hard to get away from Facebook if if you're truly, you know, worried about the fact that they're selling all this information. Now, the fact that they know everything, like Jason alluded to, other story up here on TechCrunch looks like Facebook is, you can go in, they're actually logging your call data, they're logging your text message data, your private messages on Facebook Messenger, all of it by default, which is not encoded. And I guess from uh, an ad I saw, there is a place you can go into your settings in the Facebook settings, click a tiny link that says download a copy of your Facebook data. And in there, you'll find, of course, photos, posts, your events, all of that kind of stuff. But if you keep mm. digging, they say you'll find your private messages on Messenger. By default, like they said, nothing is encrypted. Keep digging a little bit more. You'll also likely find your entire address book from your phone, metadata what? about your SMS messages and phone calls. And there are some screenshots in here. You can download the whole thing as a zip a zip file. And that is terrifying that it'll tell you, you know, how many times you were talking to your mom at what time, you know. Okay, so I just deactivated my account. Now I am... You're going to go I'm going to, as soon as we're done with this, I'm going to go in, go in, reactivate and delete. Before and you I do gonna, that. I am going to download my entire history. Exactly. First, That's like what I was going to say. Before you do that, go in and download that history and see, because this is based on an article in TechCrunch. I haven't had a chance to go in and actually, you know, test this or, or check it for myself. So take this for, for the fact, knowing that we're, we're kind of sharing with you some of the, the top news stories that were coming out about this and we... We are not experts. We haven't had a chance to go in and extremely fact check everything. So take that for what it's worth. But the news coming out, it's just piling on and it's terrifying. Wow. You know what? Uh, I'm just, I didn't, I didn't dive into these um, articles, you know, prior to the show, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. So as you were talking here, I was actually you know, clicking on links and uh, reading some of this different stuff here. Mm -hmm. And, you know, terrifying is actually a pretty good word to yeah. describe this here. It almost, 
The only reason I have Facebook, I never had Facebook until I moved from Minnesota, where my family and friends yeah, are. Yeah, for keeping over yeah, to touch. Ohio. That's why I started it, so I could keep contact, and my family and friends could see pictures of my kids. You know, well, I didn't have kids when I joined Facebook, but you know what I mean. I uh, got married, had kids. You know, I have Facebook, and that's all it's used for. Besides yeah. Digital Soup, now that we've been doing this for a year, but right. that's all it was ever used for was just to keep in contact with family and friends. Yeah. Now I seriously want to look at what other. Uh, avenues do I have on doing that outside of Facebook? Because yeah, I really didn't want to be in this anymore. Right. And, and so, you know, I guess for now, everything we're doing, we're, we're, we'll still have the show on Facebook, everything else. But listeners, as you look at it, we're certainly not here to tell you that you need to delete Facebook and tell you what to do. Everyone, Yes, you, you do. Know. My name's Adam. Delete it now. <laughs> no, the, the best thing well. you can do, though, is kind of look at this information <laughs> That's out there and, and, you know, get yourself informed and make the decision that that's best for you. That mm-hmm. being said, as we look into this more and more, if the day, I mean, it, it could come a day here in the, the maybe not so far ahead future where like we decide Tuesday. that we ended up pulling everything for Digital Soup off Facebook and sticking with stuff like Twitter um, and our website. Maybe we look at some sort of a, a forum. Who knows what we do? There's a... Uh, unfortunately, there's a lot of options, but also not a lot of options. And Jason, what you said is kind of interesting about how you, you know, initially, why you initially started using Facebook, and that was to connect with family and friends because you didn't yeah. live here. And, you know, what's happened with social media, and I actually, like I had mentioned the other week, I was uh, a guest over with our friends at Shutter Time with Sid and Mac, uh, the photography sack, show. <laughs> no, the photography show. And, and that was our topic is socializing photography. And, you know, kind of talking about how social media has become so frustrating. Now, this the conversation with them had nothing to do with this kind of security stuff. It was prior to this news coming out. But it was really, you know, some of the thoughts I shared with them there were basically how, you know, people aren't... It, it, Facebook and, you know, Twitter, to a degree, Instagram, a lot of these places, they they stop being a personal social media as soon as brands and, and also, you know, our, our podcast is a good example. It's a great marketing tool to connect with people. And it's less and less of a personal one-on-one interaction getting to know people. And I myself, I'd, I'd like social media to go back to that. And that's how I'm trying to treat my own social media as far as my photography stuff. But if you want to hear that conversation, I'll link that up in the show notes here too. But I mean, it's, it's really kind of a tough Mm. spot because there's not a great way, you know, another service that's a great place and a great way to do this. Can I add something here? Yeah. There's, there's a couple of different ways that I look at this. And one is, so a podcast or a business or something using social media, you're a company and you're trying to be more public with your stuff. You know what I mean? You're trying to have those interactions. Mm-hmm. On the personal side, when it comes to any social media, we are the ones, us users, are the ones voluntarily putting all of our data in here. Right. And understanding from the get-go, this this isn't a paid service. This is something I'm just getting a free account. We know they're going to advertise. We see the ads. We live with it because we see the huge benefit of being able to have those communications and interactions. And, and, the, uh, and at some point right now, you mean, you go, you post a photo or a post, you get a like. It makes people feel good. Yeah. And there's something addicting about that. It's a little bit and of a you, dopamine. You know, hit. we've seen a huge, there's studies on social media causing depression mm-hmm. um, because you are starting to, you know, see how everybody else is doing. And if you're not, you know, 
getting the same kind of reactions from people and everything. I mean, it really is, it's a strange world that we live in when you think about how it was before smartphones. You know, I'm not, hey, smartphones, you know, (laughs) I'm an old guy. My day, we use newspapers. But there is something to that, you know what I mean? As far as Mm -hmm. we have these expectations that, well, every time Facebook would change their design, this is, I don't know, like five, six years ago, Facebook would change their design, and everyone's just complaining, like, this is crap, I'm going to leave. And it's, again... It's a free service. Yeah. Why right. Why are they compelled to listen to you? You're not giving them any money. Um, yeah. It's through ads and stuff like that. But And here we are. I'm, I'm looking at their list of things that they've collected, and it's everything from removed friends, religious views stuff, mm-hmm. political views, pending friend requests, all of your activity log, everything you've ever liked, everything you've searched for, your IP addresses, all this stuff. In the back of my mind, I've, I know that they can track all this stuff and that they right. do we don't know what their retention is on this, how long they're keeping it, or who they're sharing it with. It it just speaks more and more volumes to being careful of what you put in there. Mm-hmm. You know, there's that whole thing. Once you post something online, it doesn't get deleted. It never goes away. You can't un you can't really delete something once once it hits the internet. Right. And that's the that's the dangerous. Well, here's what I'm thinking about doing. Uh, Digital suit probably will be leaving Facebook. I think what we'll probably just focus more on is our Tinder page. <laughs> yeah, I mean, which one of our faces are we put? All three? Oh yeah, <laughs> on better one swipe neck. right, fans. Yeah, we're gonna swipe it's, right. We're it's gonna one bite. set of shoulders and a neck coming up that splits into our three heads. Yep. Oh, maybe we could get uh, what was that Vanity Fair to do our cover? <laughs> yeah, with Reese with her third leg spoon. <laughs> exactly. Now, Facebook isn't the only one having some issues. Adam, you put this story in here about Orbits yep. having a massive data breach. Potentially. Yep. Before we that. get into that, though, Segbach, yeah. I was just yeah. looking it up. Might as well swipe left.com is available. So, <laughs> is swipe left good or bad? I, I think that I means you're fugly. I have no clue. Okay, so swiping left is saying no, swiping right is saying yes. I believe so. But no, okay. Dave, you're right. There, it, apparently, it's Data Breach City, yeah. which is really every day. There's You can't be too careful. Mm-hmm. Orbits. You know what I would like before you get too deep into this? Segbach. I would love it for you to. Take me down to the data leak city where the to the what city data, data leak oh data leak city where are your da- information like you said data leak city yeah data leak <laughs> uh, you know what I wish I was really good just you know going off the cusp like that but I, my brain just doesn't fire my synapses are like beep going beep, off the cusp beep yeah his okay. and his sinuses just aren't firing right your sinuses my sinuses. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it, it's, all, we don't, it's all a big facade. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> we don't uh, have to spend a ton of time on this one, but I hope not. Pretty crazy. <laughs> Nobody news, even knows Adam. what we're talking about yet. Yeah. Orbits, the travel site Orbits, they yeah. had a possible data breach affecting over about eight hundred eighty thousand credit cards. Oh my um, gosh! So they announced that they actually discovered this and exposed information for thousands of customers. Um, it was information that was submitted between January first, twenty sixteen, and December twenty second, twenty seventeen. That may have been compromised. That's a lot of data. That's a lot of data. <laughs> oh, so, you haven't said that in a long time, dude. Yeah. I know. I had to bring it back. There's so much data that, but, that got if, stolen. If you want to be depressed, in this article we've got linked up on The Verge about the Orbitz breach, they've got a paragraph here that says there's been many mass data breaches over the past year. OnePlus set up to 40,000 customers affected by a breach in January. Um, Verizon partner data breach exposed millions of customer records. The Yahoo breach, if you guys remember that one, impacted all 3 billion user accounts. Mm-hmm. And 
143 million people from Equifax, which we also covered here on the show. Yep. I was even, one of them, remember? I was yeah, one of them yeah. for the Equifax. That's the biggest one, really. Yep, exactly. And even everyone's favorite Mexican fast food chain, Chipotle, experienced <laughs> a malware that stole customer credit card information from restaurants in every state the chain operates in. So it is getting scary out there yeah, so online. You guys need to be safe. Keep track of what's going on. Plus, they're still charging you for guac. Yeah, what's Let's up talk with about that? the real issues. Yeah, come <laughs> I mean, on, man. What time is it? It's time for a kickoff. <laughs> that is right. So we had some serious talk there. We've got everyone panicked, I'm sure, right now. Feeling like oh, they I know need what to I'm just... doing after this. Yeah, Let's bring the fun. And, you know, the thing is, just be smart about it. But to bring some fun back into it, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you guys a topic. It's not so much like we had before of a which is better or you know, tell me why this one wins versus another. This one could get a little controversial though, and listeners, I want you guys to chime in. I wanna know from you guys who you feel that your most overrated superhero is that you see out there today. Hmm. I mean, I want that hero that you see hyped everywhere, it's overrated, and you really just don't know why because you just you don't see it. Wow, you, you've really thrown us a. You know, this is one we probably should have uh, had a little bit in advance of. We're going to have some dead air, but I, I could take out the dead air. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're now at hour three, and we still haven't decided what. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're splicing this all out. Well, um, and I, I have a feeling this this episode is is looking to be like it's going to go a little bit longer than usual, which is okay. We haven't had a long episode in a while, but we will try and keep it reasonable for you guys okay. as listeners. But All right, I got mine. You got yours? Who you got? Black Widow. Black Widow. Oh, yeah. Well, Jason, you, know you can't pick the same one. Nope, that makes me want to go with um, Hawkeye. Hawkeye, let's hear. It. Remember we talked about it. It's like, what's he gonna do against Thanos? Basically, the B team. Yeah, yeah. It's like, so you watch Avengers, and here's my argument. So don't get me wrong. I actually really like the character. I really like Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow. Oh, I'm sure I, I've never too. read about her in the comics. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like, who's gonna know what I'm talking about? Um, <laughs> I think you know, if you watch the Avengers, and they're They've got the big, you know, we're talking about the first full Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. The heroes are all finally standing in one spot and the camera's circling them. And everyone's, you know, Thor's got his hammer, everybody's ready to rock. And then she's like cocking her Glock or whatever, whatever small, small frame handgun that she's got. It right. could be a full frame. I don't know. But it's like, you know, well, she's got one a of lot these of... things is not like the others. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I do like to give the, the superheroes... On the flip side of that, I like to give the superheroes, like Batman, for instance, they have no actual physical abilities, mm-hmm. you know, or physical superpowers. It's they're just a regular person, but just right. rich. They're just really, really good at stuff. And yeah, right. what's your superpower? I'm rich. Yeah, right. Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna change mine, even though I do still agree that Hawkeye is uh, pretty overrated. But you know, I'm gonna go a little bit. I'm gonna go a little bit different here. Yeah, and uh, I'm gonna have to go with the Wonder Twins. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. look at me. I'm a bucket and I'm water. Woo, let's go get the bad guy. <laughs> oh, you made me forget about Fantastic Four. Ah. Oh, yeah, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can I just say the Fantastic Four? You're a human torch. You shouldn't suck. Yeah. yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going to throw one at you here. Uh-oh. And this is going to get a lot of people mad. Even though I, I do, this is going to be tough because I do enjoy this character, but he's not my favorite, although he is one of the most iconic and this I'm, isn't saying he's not 
powerful you're, or anything else. You're talking else. about Superman. I'm talking Superman. I think Superman is absolutely overrated because the, the whole idea behind him is the fact that he he really is unstoppable. So I don't always understand why there's so much interest in Superman when he's He's a god. He's basically untouchable. Yeah, there's Krypton and all of that. And and I know a lot of fans and, and the diehard fans of Superman will say the best part about Superman is when he is that, you know, uh, Boy Scout, you know, Boy Scout in blue and in that kind of a mindset. And they really didn't like the direction things like Man of Steel took because he was getting physically hurt and, and he was struggling. I myself, I thought that made the character much more interesting in a lot of ways because he showed that, you know what, he's got all these powers, but he's maybe not as powerful as we think. But to me, Superman, I know he's like the godfather of all superheroes. But to me, he's one that I feel is just so maybe overrated isn't the right word. Maybe just over overhyped and you know overused because it's it's just there, there's nothing to me that is super interesting anymore about Superman. <laughs> he's not I love the character, but okay, I've got a few comments for you on this one. Yeah, yeah. So first of all, I, I Superman has always been my favorite, and and Oops, the reason sorry. no, that's okay. I'm not offended <laughs> at all. You're allowed to have an opinion. No, he's not. No matter nice. how wrong it is, jerk. Yeah. No, just kidding. <laughs> Superman is. Yeah, he's he's basically unstoppable. There's he's invincible. And and the the appealing thing about that is that's something the world has never really had is somebody to go around doing good that just cannot be stopped. Right. You've got this unstoppable force for good, truth, justice in the American yeah. way. And Hell that yeah. part I'll get behind. That, yeah. That's I mean, that's the part that is so appealing for him as a character. Now mm-hmm. the and then the the fact that he's also this really humble guy, you know, he's basically, yeah. you know, people refer to him as space Jesus and all this stuff. Yeah. Um <laughs> What I liked about Man of Steel, and maybe I'm in the minority here, you know, he's going up against other Kryptonians. Yeah, you know, it's not like so he's on a he's on more of a level playing field there. Mm-hmm. So and of course, a little more realistic. Nobody's that impervious, you know. Right. So it, it was it well, was except fine. maybe it Andrew from uh, Chronicle. <laughs> true, true that. This is his uncle. Um, Oddly enough, they both died the same way, with something speared through their chest. Oh yeah! Oh, a little oh. correlation. Yeah. No, nice. I, I mean, I totally get that about Superman. He's a great role model, you know, as far as heroes go. Plus, he, he just can cook a hot dog sh- with his eyes. Yeah, right. He, he <laughs> just—he's the perfect role model for kids. And the fact that you know the, the the example of even though you have the power to do whatever you want, you still need to make the right choice. And that I, I mean, like I said, I'm not saying I don't like Superman because I I do enjoy the character mm-hmm. for those reasons. Well, for Batman me though, like it's more of a he's just not interesting to me as a character anymore. Now that I can understand yeah, because it, there's oh look, he can't be hurt at all. He's like the uh yep. the Deus Ex, you know, mocking it. He can yep. he's the uh the the answer to the problem. You watch yeah. Like Superman shows up at the end of uh, you know, spoiler alert here. Justice League. Yeah. Su- what? Super- Superman just shows up and is like, "Oh, I'm here now. It's okay. You <laughs> Yeah. The rest of you just back up. I got this." Right. You know. Right. Language alert. You can just apply a bleep over that and edit Yeah. Oh, no. I'm probably going to, you know, boost the volume, put a little <laughs> echo on it. Yeah. Well, that'll work too. Lower boost the it a pitch. lot so it'll just like totally distort. The rest of you <laughs> but, but but really honestly they're they're fighting cgi character of the week and you know all of them together can't handle it and then right. he's like oh i'm here <laughs> i believe in those things hell yeah 
Yeah. Plus, I mean, I actually I like Superman, but there I I, I understand that, that sentiment over him. That makes that's that's a decent argument, Dave. Yeah, I mean that that's the only thing. Like I say, and I don't know if overrated is the right word in that situation. Might but he's the one left. to me that it, it kind of bugs me because everybody and this is how I this is how I like to I mean not that I really care how geeky someone really is but there's times you know when you get those people that they're dressed head to toe because they just went to you know Spencer's gift and, and or, or hot topic and bought every superhero thing because it's trendy right now <laughs> and they they claim to be talking about big, himself <laughs> no they, they claim to be big geeks and, and big nerds and they love all this stuff but then when you start asking them like oh you know who's your favorite hero they can't name anything past Superman or Batman you know and and that's where it's like <laughs> Legolas <laughs> yeah and and it's it's really like that's kind of my test like oh you love superman tell me why you know and and usually it's because oh he d- can do everything he's awesome and, and that's when i check out like all right go have fun but dive deeper because there's so many other heroes in there with and villains too with amazing stories that you're missing out i think if you just stick with only yep. the big blue boy scout the big blue boys boy scout <laughs> <laughs> Hey, his now, parents died too, like Batman's. Except he did something better with his life. Yeah, yeah. Just Although, kidding. Batman's rich. Now, what, Dave, <laughs> it was it was kind of funny when you were talking about you know the um, I'm going to call them the comic posers. You know, yeah. they're just buying all the stuff. You know, the one guy that if you ever have any questions about any superhero, anything, I mean, you definitely have to talk to uh, uh, Jeffrey Albertson. He knows everything. He is. Uh, I would say he's like the human encyclopedia for, you know, superhero stuff. Jeffrey Albertson? Worst yeah. joke ever. <laughs> I, I'm missing something. What, what's that name? He's I had to com- Google this, but then I was able to play off it. <laughs> he's the it's comic like, book guy from The Simpsons. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know he, He's not supposed to have a name. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> Neither did I. I just I googled comic book guy, and yeah. it says uh, popular name for Jeffrey Jeff Albertson. <laughs> right. Fictional well, and you know the one thing I want to clarify because I, I don't want to come across as saying like, oh, I am a ultra comic books expert. I know everything. <laughs> yes, he does. I I don't. I mean, I'm the first he to admit is. that He's there's a ton. <laughs> no, there's a ton of characters I know nothing oh, about. Let me just and, see who owns comicbookgenius.com. Yeah, oh, but it's Dave. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> it's not. I mean, on our own network, we've got a number of people that would school me in a heartbeat with Posers. their comic book knowledge. Anthony, they're Bachman, not the real Dave. No, I mean Anthony Bachman from over at All Things Good and Nerdy. He's a fountain of knowledge. SP is a, another one. Uh, oh. Stephen Jandrew, you know. Wait, all of those you just named? Can we do a? Uh... It's time for a gonna geek off. Yeah, gonna geek off. There, there we go. go. Well, That'd be fun well, just oh, to get them on to get them on yeah. to debate some some comic stuff. But I mean, I will lose. I'll tell you right now because I know a lot, but I don't know. I I I didn't grow up. How can you lose when it. you have the power of Google at your fingertips? Well, it doesn't mean I know it. <laughs> I, you know, I'm not saying I'm an expert. I'm just saying that you know when you look at it, you know, look deeper. There, there's a lot of lot of interesting and fascinating mm. stories out there that you'll find. True but, that, um, Dave. True that. You know, looking at looking at things, I mean, right on your phone you can pull up mm. a wealth of knowledge. You know, get comicsology right on your phone. Everything's on your mobile these days. Except what Facebook. else is on the mobile? Yeah, except hey, Facebook on Adams. We're gonna talk about Arc being on a mobile device. But first, yeah. not on the <laughs> This is all seg blocks. Uh did you guys watch the uh the trailer for Deadpool 2? 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Hoping we not have this linked in our show notes. I don't know, but I just thought about it because it's, you know, it's it was great. <laughs> So. I did not know he was forming a, a team, a squad. Well, rumors have been out there because of the shot when they're kind of coming out of the, is it an airplane? Yeah. Where the doors like a, open and they're like, yeah. oh, that's this character, that's this character, who's that one? And there's there's a rumor and it's kind of ironic that he is accidentally forming the, the X-Force team. And uh, this, So is that a real comic book line oh, of yeah, superheroes? Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. They're tied with the X-Men, of course. As Thank you, you Jeffrey Albertson. Yeah, but it, this trailer looks fantastic. Adam, if you want to stick it in the show notes here right after the geek off, that'd probably be a good place for it. But <laughs> this trailer, I mean, oh, this is technically the third trailer that came out because we had the Bob Ross parody, yeah. which was technically you know one of the first. And then we had the, the trailer we talked about a little, a few episodes back where they showed Cable and they were making fun of his CGI arm not being finished. Oh, yeah. But this, this one is, is the full trailer. Yeah, this, this is, is the, the first trailer. one where you really see like this is the movie, and this is coming up fast. And so, I mean, it's awesome to see not only his hijinks and everything else, you know, and his his witty comments and stuff, but the fight scenes. It looks like he's using his swords a lot more in this movie, which I dig. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it looks it's it's pretty dang bloody too. <laughs> yeah, I I can't wait for this. It, it hey, just no, looks. Fantastic. I do need to watch it again here because I, I I'm stumped on this one part here. I believe, did he not some sometime you know towards the end of it? Did he say something about uh, we're gonna do two or three of these? Did he say we're gonna do two or we're just gonna or we're gonna do three? Well, they were making a joke, kind of breaking that fourth wall. It was something about th that bartender friend of his. <laughs> That's all he does is break the fourth yeah. wall. Well, yeah, and they were like, "Who would this would be such so epic if this was a movie? You wouldn't even need a third one." And, and all they do is epic. Yeah, and he says something to the effect of like, "Yeah, two would be enough." That's you know, all and then they, they start laughing. So you know, I am so what glad was that, that he Adam? got. Di <laughs> I just keep saying that's all something and something. Oh, <laughs> uh, and I was gonna say I'm so glad that uh, he actually got Deadpool because oh, he was perfect. a horrible. I mean that, uh, you know, the <laughs> <He's> <laughs> horrible first Deadpool. No, the the green no Green Lantern. I oh. just thought I thought he was horrible in that. Yeah, or, it wasn't a I good mean, wasn't a good. Well, the movie. Film. I'm, Everything about it was bad. Yeah, I, I never watched it, but I, I just think what? of him too. No, I never saw the Green Lantern movie. I need to you watch it. You are no it. longer comic book guy. Oh, no, even, not well, even a little bit. I heard everyone say how terrible it was. Reboot. And I was like, mm, guess I'll just skip it. But I, I I just remember when they put him in as Deadpool in the, the Wolverine movie. Yeah, that was pretty bad. And that was terrible too, a total yeah. disservice to the character. So I, I mean, I don't how think... Can, he is so witty, and yet you're going to... Uh, uh, so his mouth shut, really? Right. You really? know, it's interesting that they actually recast him for the same character. But that's all on him. He wanted it, and he pushed for that, I think. I'm glad they did, I though, because he did pretty good. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so swinging us back over to what we were going to talk about, Ark Survival Evolved. If, if you guys have never heard of Ark, listeners, if you've never played it, it's pretty addicting. You can lose many hours of your life playing it. Think of Minecraft, only the graphics are more modern. You know, it's not... A play on eight bit stuff, and uh, and you've got you dinosaurs, go and you can go ahead, Jason. Well, I was just gonna me. say because you were talking about the graphics there, how I describe <sighs> it to people is that it looks like Far Cry, uh, especially the you, you know, look like the, Fart Cry. I didn't say Fart Cry. <laughs> 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 uh, second beard done. Fartcry.com. <laughs> fart Cry. Oh my gosh! Hey, tell me that's it? available. <laughs> did you get it? <laughs> fart Cry and butt fumes. 
<laughs> We're building quite a list. You know, Butfume should become our social media uh, site. <laughs> let's go let's back not... into ARC. So it looks like Far Cry. <laughs> yeah, let's not um, promote that website no. anymore. So they are actually going to be making a mobile game out of ARC, which is great, except that it takes me 10 minutes to load it on my computer. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming that my my uh, my phone now needs to have an i7 processor, 16 gigs of RAM, and a 3D video card. In it. And an attached I'm... external storage drive that's about a 5 terabyte. <laughs> yeah. The size of the game alone, it's like 100 gigs sitting on my hard drive. It sucks. And then every patch and update is another 6 yep. gigs. Just uh, at least speaking of that, okay. So my brother, I just you know he got his computer yesterday, mm-hmm. and our listeners don't know about it, but my brother had a major computer issue. So what I did was my I actually, yeah, mm-hmm. I upgraded everything for him, and I I sent it back, but I put a two hundred fifty gig SSD in it along with his one terabyte uh, HDD that he has in there, and uh, I had only Windows ten and. Arc on it. So this is a 250 gig hard drive, right? SSD. And uh, he had, I don't know how much space he had left. He had like, you know, 40 something gigs, which you wouldn't think that, hey, that's that's fine. You know, 40 something gigs. He has this one game on there. Well, just yesterday uh, he called me because Arc just did another patch and it needs 56 gigs of space and it didn't have enough space to do it. So now I had to remote into his computer and move Arc to the HDD. So that uh, he had enough room to update it. So uh, yeah. So what are we gonna need, Adam? We're gonna need like what a 200 gig uh, uh, iPhone six. Time will tell. Ten. So yeah. I'm looking at TechSpot.com. You're TechSpot. <laughs> <laughs> your mom. No, your mom's great. Um, <laughs> user comments because I love to look at those. The I'm first pregnant. one on here says. <laughs> so why does it take a damn NASA supercomputer to get more than 30 frames per second on Windows? Question mark, question mark. <laughs> and that, so, that's, that's from somebody named Ad. <laughs> no, I'm just yeah, so we're excited to see this. Uh, we, <laughs> we like playing ARC. And uh, hey, listeners, if you want to play ARC, there's a great server. You can join the Digital Soup tribe. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, just an FYI. But, uh, Maybe we can, I'll cool. link that up again since we're talking about it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we have a ton of fun on yeah. this. And if, you know, of, of course, it's it's not going to look, they say it's going to encompass everything that's great about ARC on the PC and the, and the big consoles uh, in this small form factor. Uh, so yeah, they're probably going to include everything, but it's not going to look like that. Who knows what it's going to be like? I played a game for a while called um, Last Days on Earth or something like that, where it's a uh, zombie. No, that, apoc- that was Super Mario Brothers. Oh, Super. <laughs> anyway, it's a it's it's a zombie apocalypse thing, but it plays just like Ark. You build your bases. You have to, you know, go and fight stuff Sounds and cool. get get material and stuff. But it's it's like a three D ISO uh, whatever you know angled view. Whatever you call it, international so if, standards. At what? ISO, isometric view, or whatever you want to say. Think of it like the Sims. You know the Sims view. Okay. Okay. Whatever. I don't know exactly what the terminology is for it. This isn't a geek show or anything. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> worst host ever. Yeah. So, <laughs> Jeffrey, I'm wondering if they're gonna. I'm wondering if they're gonna do something Dumber. like that with, with this. It's not gonna be full on 3D. It's gonna be more of like a. A 3D top-down. It's like a 1D. Yeah, 1D. Yeah. And then we can slide under that door because we've never been thinner. <laughs> Throwback. 1D. Yeah, they'll call back here. This yeah, is your first I, episode. I'm sorry. I'll be <laughs> honest. I mean, 
I I enjoy when I get to log in when when you guys are on and we'll get a chance where the three of our schedules line up. We can log in and we're chatting the whole time and having a good time with that, and that's fun. I I rarely ever log into the game and just play by myself because it's just it's not my type of game. It's a beautiful looking game, but there's so many so many issues with it. Like (laughs) it's so big and and so you know massive and patching and and all Mm -hmm. this stuff. And it, it it really what it boils down to for me is just simply the fact that I love getting in when the three of us are together and we're working on stuff together and it's kind of fun just problem solving and exploring and chatting and hanging out with your friends, but as a single player game to me it's kind of like uh kind of boring to me a little bit i mean building stuff is kind of fun but i i i start thinking about all the other things i should be doing instead of just building stuff and then i kind of kind of lose interest but i mean for anyone that's looking at it to have it available on your phone where you know if it runs even halfway is decent i'm wondering will it integrate fully in with the pc version or is it going to be no it'll probably have its own private server i mean blend well, and I ask because I know what is it? Is it PUBG or Fortnite? One of those two. They Fortnite just, just came yeah, out. Yeah, mobile, mobile, and that is allowing that you know mobile users to jump into the full PC version. I can't imagine how you'd be competitive well, that way. Did you hear about the controversy going on with that right now? No. Um, they have found out that that at least eighty percent of the players that are running around in that game are bots. Oh, really? Yeah, and I don't know what's going on with it because I haven't heard anything new about it, but I guess uh, it's been proven people have taken video of it to where all these players are doing the exact same moves. Oh. Um, and uh, they'll they'll stand right in front of you and they'll just keep shooting and missing you. Uh, you'll sneak around them and stuff and they won't even see you. You could stand right next to them. Mm. Uh, so uh, they've... they've you know they've proven with some videos and stuff that you know a lot of these are bots and they're saying like upwards of eighty percent right now, wow. and it could That's it be, be a lot of percent. Is it, could <laughs> it be just because there's not a lot of people playing it, so they didn't want it to look like it's oh empty. hey there's three people playing. Yeah, you know, I mean so you we, see a lot of streams of it though. Yeah, well when you look uh, at it, but if it's filled with bots, that would make sense. But yeah, because I guess I haven't played it, but there's something. Oh, what is it? Did you guys see anything on any of these stories? No. All right. I guess if you Fortnite, do really no. good in it, they give you what's called a chicken dinner. I'm not joking. That that's like I've I got a chicken that. dinner. Like winner because winner I, chicken dinner. Yeah. I did so great that I got a chicken dinner. Well, I guess that's something that's very hard to do on the PC. Okay. But all of a sudden on mobile, everybody's getting chicken dinners. Really. And that's because they're playing against bots. Oh. Uh, and and that's what I'm wondering. You know, with Arc, it, it if it's a standalone thing and on your own. I mean, honestly. We're a little spoiled, Adam and I, because we're playing on your your private server, and so of course it, it's not necessarily the original game. I mean, it's not like you've got things changed that much or anything as far as special rules or anything. But it, it's not like logging in and playing head to head with just random people out there. Because I've heard that randos, it, as we like to call. Well, them. yeah, and I, I've heard that when you're playing just you know without being on a private server, it can be incredibly Rando. frustrating, just like oh, any of these online it games. Is- very difficult adam since dave brought that up here because you're digging this and stuff log into an official server once start a character and you see how difficult it is you really do need to experience that uh, a couple of times here Mm -hmm. just to appreciate what goes on in the server have you done it i i've done the single player with no additional like multipliers or anything like that so it's really your basic so that's probably 
pretty similar. Yeah, it, it's, it's very tough, isn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah, it took a long time to build a hut. Yeah, yeah and it, you're starving and thirsting like mad all the time, especially if you play yep. Scorched Earth. It sounds like my average day at work. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> now, I do, you know, I know we're having fun talking about Ark here, and two out of the three of the hosts here do enjoy the game. So what we would like is what we ask, you know, hey, I think Adam said it earlier, or maybe it was Dave, I can't remember, I just, I don't know your voices yet, that come and join on the server, and I will post a link to the server so you could come and, you know, play with us sometimes, or even play when we're not there, you know, I don't have any set up rules to where, yeah, you can't play if I'm not playing. But you have to see this castle that Adam has built. I mean, this castle is, I would say, 99.6% Adam, right, Dave? Oh, I mean, yeah. It's... You and I haven't done anything really with this. Other than um, laying the foundations that one night. That was the that last was time a... I was in when we were all in there, yeah. Yeah, that was about it. Adam has gone and created, you know, just a massive, massive castle that is, you know, something I've I've been playing this game for years and I've never put that much detail into anything. So it's, <laughs> it's actually really cool. And, of course, he's going to be fine-tuning, adding stuff, doing all oh, kinds yeah. of stuff to it. And he... He's got plans of us actually building a village city, you know, going, you know, we're, we're at the top of this uh, huge plateau thing. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Overlooking uh, uh, just a beautiful landscape. And, and uh, definitely, it would be so much fun to have some of our listeners come and play with yeah, us. Join our tribe. You know, I kind of equate this to, like, my wife likes to put together puzzles. And once she gets started, she can't stop putting the pieces in. That's what this was like for me. It was, a uh, man, I should just make this huge it was and awesome. it is. It's, <laughs> I, I, I do need to more. get in there. See, now, if we, listeners, if some of you guys join, you know, definitely uh, Twitter, Facebook, whatever, message us. Let us know that you're going in because there are some people that play that we don't know, and we don't know if they're listeners or not. So definitely, uh, you know, somehow contact us and let us know, hey, I'm, I'm Billy Bob on your server, uh, and I listen to you guys every week. So we can actually find you in game, talk to you, you know, maybe uh, go out and have some grand adventures. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could dro- join our tribe, like uh, Adam said, and then we'll go uh, kill my brother's tribe. <laughs> yep. This means war. Yeah. Hey, speaking of games, guys. Um, we were talking <laughs> about games? No. Atari oh. Box gets a new name. So we've been talking about Atari Box for... A long a time. Now. A lot of people have, and it's a big mystery. We know that it's going to be somewhat cool looking, but we don't know much more about it. They are rebranding themselves as Atari VCS. I'm guessing that means video game system. No. <laughs> Do you, With no? an accent. <laughs> yeah. Video game system. Video games. It's a video computer system. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. Is what VCS stands for. Well, it's interesting because they're, they're saying this is still going to have the Linux-based... OS on it essentially, and they're—it's not being dubbed a console. It's being kind of lumped into what they're kind of expecting now—a a PC-like console, like the Nvidia Shield, Android TV, um, Steambox, some of those. They're kind of, kind of saying that it looks like that's more the direction this thing is going. Now, one difference uh, that I see on their site now is it's hot new indie titles, so it's going to be great. some games that you won't see on other systems. Yeah, I you know what's what's weird about this. We've been hearing about this forever, and isn't the pre-orders supposed to be starting? Is that like an Indiegogo or Kickstarter or something? Um, I can't remember. I thought uh, maybe... it's been a while. I, I can't remember. Ex- I think it was like Indiegogo. Yeah, but I I thought that that's going to be those are going to start. I think sometime in April here, and they're going to want people to be pre-ordering the system that nobody knows anything about besides just the big, 
you know, fluff piece emails promising the world and how it's going to, and like this article we've got here on, on tech report, you know, saying that it's going to change the way, how did it, how did they word it? So much more than a retro box. It will change the way you view your, or interact with a a gaming system on your TV. Hmm. And it's, that's a big promise (laughs) for something that has a told, (laughs) yeah, that we don't know anything about what it is actually. You know, it's interesting. If you go to the uh, ataribox.com and then go down to, oh, where do they have it here? You can click on um, some of the links on there. It actually oh, really? Takes you That's out. how those work? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying to identify which link I clicked on, jerk. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> there's an article hey, on I hear Ven- Vern Troyer. <laughs> nice. Oh, man, I need some Vern Troyer. So here. there's an article out on VentureBeat that they linked to um, talking about the our Atari box is now Atari VCS. Pre-order date revealed soon. They actually have some pictures of the controllers on there. Yeah, yeah, they got that retro controller, which looks like the standard old, uh, yeah. you know, Atari Twenty Six Hundred controller, and I hated that controller with a passion. It would hurt. It would actually hurt the inside of your hand because of the way you gripped that thing. Yeah, and also your your left hand, you know, depending on which hand it is, I should say your your joystick hand and your button hand. The way you would hold it, both hands would hurt because of the sharp edges. Mm-hmm. Now it kind of looks like they've brought those sharp edges back, but I'm wondering if it might be more rounded at the bottom. Well, but they do show also a modern controller too, which it looks uh, similar to like an Xbox. Xbox. Not uh, similar. Controller. It looks exactly like an Xbox painted black. With an Atari logo on it. Controversy. If you ask Third me, maybe party? I'm maybe I'm wrong, but maybe get it at GameStop. You probably could. <laughs> but it does have the Atari symbol on do it, you, Dave. You're do, so yeah. wrong. Gosh, I know. I said painted black with an Atari symbol on it. Do you, saw that do you guys think that you know? Say this podcast, we're still that. going like five years from now, which would be awesome. <laughs> do you Atari think box. we're still going to be making the GameStop? third-party controller joke so i hope that one just it should never die and we'll still be talking about the atari vcs will be coming soon yeah coming soon pre-orders happened three years ago and now we're still waiting to see what it is exactly hey i think it might be time for a little gonna geek yeah yeah good time for that so basically as you guys know we are part of the gonna geek podcast network you can find all sorts of geeky shows over there some around you know specific television shows or specific geeky topics and other shows like ours digital soup is over there which is just a full-on general geek culture show with a lot of humor but this week i want to talk to you about a show called the starling tribune uh subtitle now the it's called a cw network aero television show fan podcast they're talking uh episode title season six edition doppelganger um, the Starlin Tribune reporters, Michelle, Chris, and SP review the season six episode of Arrow, uh, episode called Doppelganger, and discuss some recent news surrounding the DC Comics-based CW superhero shows. Reporters speculate on when the series will end, laugh about the trick firework Arrow, marvel at Dragon Diaz de- uh, deviousness, finally, enjoy the casino fight, discuss the episode's Hallmark Channel crossover moment, and big breath, that's a long one. <laughs> they mention Oliver <laughs> Queen's polygamy all while placating Michelle's shipping Thea and Roy. So this is a show. Wait that... a second. I invented shipping. <laughs> yeah, She's you taking did. shipping. Right. This guy you ships invented more than it, FedEx, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean What can Brown do for you? If you're a fan of, of Arrow, this is a great <laughs> show to listen to because SP, Chris, and Michelle do a fantastic job breaking down the episodes and sharing the news. That being said, 
I haven't watched any of this season's Flash, Arrow, Supergirl, or Legends of Tomorrow. I'm just waiting until they're... completely caught up on Flash, yeah. and it is great. And see, I'm waiting until the the season's finished because I like to watch them you know with the the order like I mentioned before with that tie-in on that website I use so I'm watching an episode of this episode of that so everything's in in the order it should be and it's just so much nicer that when the season's done I can just kind of watch everything in order and it all ties together nice but from what I'm hearing and I don't want any spoilers listeners so keep it to yourself but Arrow has really stunk this year, I've heard. Oh, really? Yeah, and they said it, it started out with some promise, but you know, by mid-season, it's just like it took a turn for the worse. I've heard people saying Flash isn't that great this year, although, Jason, you're saying it's fantastic. Oh, I, yeah, um, I, I really enjoy it. Yeah, Whoever, I, I who said it wasn't good? I just I just hear rumblings. I try and avoid the spoilers. Was it but, SP, was it? No, no, no. I, I've just heard rumblings online <laughs> about people lucky. saying, you know, on the CW, the only good show right now is Legends of Tomorrow. Tomorrow, but all of them are fun in their own way. But mm-hmm. getting back to Gunna Geek, head over to Gunna Geek podcast or GunnaGeek.com, excuse me, and check out all the other great podcasts there, uh, including the Starling Tribune, Digital Soup, and a number of other shows. So, Adam, I think it's about that time. It is time for the weekly garnish. Yeah. So you guys are familiar with the the service called Movie Pass. We've talked Monty about it Pass. before. Oh, yeah, Chris loves it. Yes, go yeah, ahead. Chris uh, from All Things Good and Nerdy, Gonna Geek, and Starling Tribune uses it all the time. It appears that they they've already dropped their price once. It went from nine ninety five or nine ninety nine down to like seven ninety nine. And now they just announced they're dropping it down to six ninety five. Dang! And a lot of people are kind of wondering what the heck's going on. How are they even making money? But regardless of that, if you're a fan of Movie Pass, make sure keep an eye out because it's going to get a little less expensive, and you still get to see from all reports the same amount of movies and everything else. So just uh, not really so much a specific you know app or, or something we're into but just a, a really cool tip if you guys haven't tried it yet now's a good time the price went down now, even more i got a quick question here for you though dave yeah. is it true i'd heard this but i don't know if it's 100 percent true or not because i didn't look it up but say some big movies like say the upcoming affinity war yep uh are some of the theaters going affinity uh exclusive infinity war infinity war <laughs> just, yeah <laughs> all right so, uh, like, upcoming movies, big movies like this, upcoming Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Now, are some theaters saying, hey, uh, this is not eligible for MoviePass because they they want the, you know, the 13 14 bucks, you know, for the opening weekend? From my understanding, no. Um, I, I know most theaters will, will have signs on these big releases saying no, um, not accepting any personal passes or, you know, different things like that. But and Chris from from the network here, he could probably chime in and let it, let us know for sure. But from my understanding, it doesn't block anything. You can go watch whatever you want, whenever you want. Um, you know, in looking at some of the numbers, you know, it looks like during recent opening weekends, Movie Pass subscribers were seventeen uh, percent of the box office to Paramount's uh, Annihilation, ten percent to. Uh, the movie called Orion Pictures Every Day. Oh, that's the studio. Orion Pictures and the movie is Every Day, and nine percent of it to uh, the studio's Love Simon. So it looks like it's probably still not a huge amount of people, but that's starting to climb. But from my understanding, you can go see whatever you want, whenever you want. And I think what are the rules? It's something like one movie 
uh, in a different movie theater every day for a, a flat monthly fee. And so you could go to a single movie every single day, and you know, one movie a day and, and watch all you want. And I don't think there's any limitations on what you can watch. So kind of some good news. Mm-hmm. Now, the other thing I wanted to share about this, because when we're going to movies, one of the things that, you know, we all love some good snacks, right? Snacky s'mores. Yep. I yeah. love snacks. And so... I had to share this and, you know, let you guys know that you might want to try and smuggle some of these in. Um, If you guys haven't had these yet, they're out right now. They're going to be a seasonal thing. They're called the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup Cream Egg. So it's kind of, think about like a Cadbury's Cream Egg, uh, you know, Easter candy. But instead of being filled with that, you know, whatever it is that's inside a Cadbury Cream Egg, the sugary substance... This is just literally a giant Reese's peanut butter cup, you know, peanut butter filled egg. And they are amazing. <laughs> I'm just telling you, if you love Reese's peanut butter cups, I do. You need to check these out because they are absolutely fantastic. We've got a link just to the Hershey's uh, website so you can see what these look like. Best but weekly I've, garnish to date. Yeah. I mean, and I, I found them, um, you know, there's a couple of gas stations locally that carry them. You can find them in Walmart. You can find them all over. You can even find them on Amazon if you want. But, from the reviews we saw on Amazon, I wouldn't recommend ordering them because it looks like they all come melted and smashed. But check your <laughs> local grocery stores, anywhere where they sell Easter candy, because you're going to find it with that. And they are amazing. It's about that time, gentlemen. So, listeners, head on over to digitalsouppodcast.com where you can find all of our social media, all of our links. You can subscribe to us anywhere where you listen to podcasts because we're pretty much everywhere now. Yeah, um, We'd love to interact with you, too, on our social media accounts. Sounds like we might not be on Facebook very much longer. So hit us up on Twitter (laughs) or Instagram. And, uh, of course, as always, we'd love it if you would tell a friend about us. If you enjoy our show, spread the love. We'd we'd love to be able to uh, interact with even more people. We're really into interaction. We like talking to people, hearing different opinions and stuff like that. So uh, be sure to check us out. Again, that's digitalsouppodcast.com. And from all of us at the Digital Soup Podcast to all of you, have a wonderful week. We'll catch you next time. Take care, guys. Later, Facebook. Um, now, you talked about this great site. It's called uh, Arrowverse, I believe, and it lets you know the exact order to watch these different shows so that their their uh, stories actually go in a sequence. Yep. Is that correct? Yeah. Well, what uh, was it? Um, I'm looking it up right now. I know we have it linked in one of our previous episodes. I'll see if I can find that link because, yeah, it's yeah, not throw that up there. It's not Arrowverse.com. It's, um, I'll, I'll look it up, but go ahead. I, I use their sister site. It's called the Mirrorverse. Mm-hmm. And it's it's awesome because it lets me know which episodes of Black Mirror I watch, uh, and then Fuller House, so that uh, the stories you know go correlate. Yep. Wow, that really bombed. I'm gonna have to edit that out. What did I miss? <laughs> I don't know. Bl- Black Mirror and Fuller House. Oh boy. Why am I not getting the joke? Why did Why was I not paying attention? <laughs> Black Mirror and Fuller House. You get it, right, Adam? Black Mirror and Fuller yeah. House? Black Mirror is like a very dark, yeah, it's a very dark Twilight sci-fi. Zone type yeah. thing. And Fuller House as well. Fuller House. Right. And I'm saying that these two uh, shows have stories that intermingle.
Yep. Oh. It has everything to do with Candace Cameron. So I all see. of this, all of this will be cut out because it was horrible. All right. So yes. what are you saying, Dave? Freaking sucked. I know. So, anyways. <laughs>